0: I don't get this at all. I thought Lopin... Shut up, Mr. Burton. You are not brought upon this world to get it. Come on, Lopin is like... Nothing you can understand. There are many mysteries, many unanswerable questions, even in a life as short as yours. Yeah, well, the way I see it doesn't mean we shouldn't ask.
1: You think you got any thug in you?
0: Mugs, pugs, thugs nitwits, halfwits, dimwits we're not intimidated by thugs but Bud White is a valuable officer
1: White's a mindless thug
0: thug means never having to say you're sorry uh,
1: uh, so uh, I watched Bad Grandpa the other day oh yeah? Surprisingly good. It looked pretty funny. Well, they actually sewed a story throughout it. Oh, That okay. it's like, this guy's wife just died, his daughter is getting sent to jail, so he's got to take care of this kid, but then get the kid to North Carolina to his father, who's this total deadbeat asshole, who doesn't want the kid until he finds out that he can get like 600 bucks a month from the government for having a kid. Right. And uh, so it's them doing all these things, getting here. But the best part, and this is what makes it worth watching... They do the the handoff of the kid at a a bar that is hosting a rally of a group known as the Guardians of the Children. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. They are the biker organization that offers support to abused children. Like When they get contact with one, if one of these kids has a nightmare and are scared, a phone call is made and three bikers will show up and stand in front of the house all night. If a kid has to, I don't know, testify against the guy who sexually molested them in court, yeah. a grow a group of bikers will sit in the front row. And the kid, by the way, gets their own cut. Nice. So it's they're a member of the gang. And they're and <laughs> it's this the ballsiest man I've ever seen in my life. Like, Dad, can I have some food? No, you can have water. And one of the bikers, is like, Well, hey, why don't you have a chicken? No, don't give him that. He's fine. He's got <laughs> and then like at a point out of nowhere, they're surrounding him. And it's like, oh fuck. Fuck, dude. You're about you're about to get fucking owned. Yeah. And it's great because at the end they sort of they, they come out and like they show, hey everyone, Johnny Knoxville, like hold up the slate. Johnny Knoxville's here. This is a movie. We've, and at the end, all of them are like, oh my God. And Johnny's like, I want to thank you for looking after little Billy for us. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's one of those things where that organization has got to be like, hey, people saw what we're about. Yeah. We didn't know this kid from fucking Adam. All the shit started going down, and one of the the biker ladies kind of put her arm on the kid's shoulder and goes, hey, Billy, why don't you come with me real quick? And got him out. The kid was gone (laughs) before any shit almost. It was Ah. fucking beautiful. And it's one of those things where you're like, okay, if I was a billionaire, I'd be like, okay, this organization, you you guys never have to pay for anything you do ever again ever. Thank you. uh, Thank you. And thank you. Good job. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool.
0: Well, before we go on yes. any further, mm-hmm. uh, it is January 19th mm-hmm. as we're recording this. It's a very special day in America. Yes. And I'd like to talk and recognize this American's uh, contribution to American culture, yes. to uh, their message of love and tolerance, mm-hmm. and how it, they even changed not just the fabric of America, but what mm. it means to be an American. Yes. So from the film thugs, i mm. like to say happy birthday, Dolly Parton.
1: Yes. Watch you come in here looking Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dolly Park. Yeah. Like ah. come- <laughs> she doesn't get the love she deserves. She doesn't. She genuinely does. She
0: needs more streets <laughs> named after her.
1: Her statement about uh, you, you know Christians and homosexuality is one of the greatest thing I have ever heard. Hmm. She's like we need you guys need to lighten up and practice what you preach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Damn, drop. Funny, mentioning country music, I have another in the list of songs that I didn't realize I knew all the lyrics to. Okay. Uh, Amarillo by Morning. Oh. Driving home the other day, driving home from the mall the other night after buying some pants. Mm. And uh, that came on my iPod mix. I was like, god damn. This is one of those, Joe Joe Rogan on his show recently was talking about some country musician and he was like, people are going to be like, oh, why are you always pushing country music? And he's like, look, first off, if you don't like Johnny Cash, then you should kill yourself. He's <laughs> like, no, no, no. You should take some psychedelics, go out in the woods, figure shit out. Yeah. And then if you still don't like Johnny Cash, then you should kill yourself. Correct. But George Strait is one of those that – like, there's the real country, and then there's the shit that's – the corporate stuff that – I've always uh, liked to put it this way. Uh-huh.
0: pre Lovebug cover, George Strait, mm-hmm. is almost beyond
1: reproach. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Post-Love Bug cover
1: – Mm-hmm yeah
0: some hits and misses, although I will say
1: his my sister lost her shit over his uh the cover of Texas Monthly they did with George. Mm. She was like as a photographer I like, that is exactly what a portrait should be right. it's a simple black and white a George it's absolutely beautiful that guy I'm sorry if you don't if you can listen to Amarilla by morning when you're you know have a couple drinks in and that hits, and that fucking fiddle solo hits if if party is not like Tearing up a little bit. I'm so, oh.
0: Well, if you're from Texas and that part of you doesn't get. Uh, oh yeah, if you're if you're not
1: if you're from Texas and that doesn't. If you're hit, from Oregon.
0: I understand. Yeah, that you're like what? Oh, I don't understand.
1: Because well, like there's some there's What's there's a big a, deal. There's a lot of country that you know hits sort of across the board with people. you know, I, I, I enjoy Garth Brooks stuff for what it is. You know, sure. fucking uh, uh, too young
0: to feel this damn old. Yeah, but his first song and still his best.
1: Yeah, fucking friends in low places hits. Uh, I'm done with that. Yeah, well, it's one. But I understand. Done with, <laughs> yeah. but not because it's bad. It's like no, it's, it's like back in black. It's just oh, enough. Uh, it's part but, of my DNA now. You know, it. if you hear the just that right there,
0: I want to get drunk uh, right now.
1: And it's the lyric is so fucking beautiful. Oh, uh, tell me you can't just. Oh hell yeah.
0: by morning, up from San
1: Antonio, everything that I got is just what I've got on, when
0: that sun is high in that Texas sky, I'll be bucking it to county fair, Amarillo Ooh. by morning. Cabrillo,
1: I'll be there. Yee-hoo! And Okay, tip to young guys out there. Barbaric! Learn how to do it. First, First, learn how to two-step. Anywhere, learn how to fucking two-step. Right. Then find some honky-tonk type bar in your town. There's some somewhere. And let me just give you... There are a lot of beautiful women who go to these bars. A lot of mind-numbingly beautiful women who go to these bars. Yes. And if you can... Grab a lady and do a two-step to "Amarillo by Morning." You will have a shot with a woman who is aesthetically miles out of your league.
0: You will have a better shot. Yes,
1: you will have. Well, you will have a shot yeah. as opposed to before. Pick oh, your nothing. Yeah,
0: and pick your battles and your battleground very carefully.
1: Yes. Oh yes. Don't go
0: to some place that has a thousand other country guys who have actually been doing that their entire life. Oh yeah, you because will, you will. You don't stand a yeah. chance. Then you'll just be tired from dancing and pissed off that you went somewhere to learn that fucking dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, go to Dallas on like Dallas nightclub yes. on a Sunday night mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a Thursday.
1: Yeah, because when, when you got the guys who know how to do it, oh, it's, it's, damn. It's like that's a next level right there.
0: It, it's, a, it's a blur of feet and mm-hmm. starched wranglers. Oh, oh, my. Yes. Oh,
1: goodness. Yeah, that, I'm sorry, dude. I ain't got a dime, but what I got is mine. I ain't mm-hmm. rich, but Lord, I'm free. Oh, and, like, for people who don't know, there's a line in there, I'll be gunning for eight when they pull that gate, and I hope that judge ain't blind. I, for those who do not know, bull riding is a terrifying sport. Yes. But here's the thing. Whenever you hear gunning for eight or eight seconds, anything, your score doesn't count until after eight seconds yeah. on the back of that bull. Then there's a
0: whole other bag of shit you got to deal with. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. But if you don't hit at least eight seconds... You might as well have not even shown up because yeah. you don't score. Holy shit! Have you have you ever done any rodeo events? Yes. Yeah, which ones? What have you? Uh, I did these
0: uh, junior rodeo stuff when I was a kid, uh-huh. and then we did the, these things called ranch rodeos. Okay. Which all the uh, county ranches of uh-huh. any name or size, and we were not a very big one, right? But we were one of them, right. And our our company would go in and do whatever events uh-huh. were there.
1: Nice. Uh, so. Uh, calf roping and shit yeah, like that,
0: bulldogging, mm-hmm. um, uh, sh- just random shit. Yeah. I think we had one where we loaded, had a how quick we could load up a uh, a bull into a trailer. i could be making that up because we did it so much on the ranch, right? Oh, that was a long time ago, but yes,
1: yeah, we did that. But uh, George Strait, holy crap! Yeah, and uh, you know, I realized too, just with some songs that I added, kind of as a joke, onto my iPod, there are a handful of songs like Brandy. Uh, oh God! What was that? I I I really want to see you tonight. Mm. That when I was a kid, I hated, but for some reason now it's like I hear that you know I ain't talking about moving in, and I don't. And there's <laughs> yes. a bit of my back in my mind. I'm like, fuck. I I feel like I should be going home to watch a brand new episode of Webster. Yes. You know, yes. we're ordering Domino's pizza because it's Friday night, and we'll Boy, order the noid. Domino's pizza. Yeah. No pre Oh, Prenoid. Way pre He he ruins pizzas. Yeah, and then watch Tic Tac Dough <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, oh wow, my. this guy's about to win his 15th car. And yeah. as a kid thinking, what is he going to do 15. with all of those cars? My God. Yeah. yeah. How uh, <laughs> how just incredible those times were. It just <clears throat> really. Oh, down man. Well, from um, the
0: outrage porn section of our show. So uh, we have that these days. But yes. We are. Um, how about I don't know where to go with first. Let's go with the small one first. Then we'll go to the big one. OK. Uh, Pope. uh J- Joe, good guy, yeah. Joe, popular, <laughs> populist the first, yeah. has come out with uh, possibly an encyclical on climate change.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Hey, kids, these roller skates are a gas. Yeah.
1: Gross. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gross. Because yet again, we I are. I don't need you in politics. Yeah, yeah.
0: Faith and morals. Well, yeah. it's a moral thing to do this. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah. Nice. You
0: know, for years and years and years, and Jim can contest this, I have tried no. so hard to go back into that institution. Mm-hmm. And it's like the anti-Godfather. Dude. They just keep pushing me back out.
1: My dad was telling me there's a thing on, on Netflix where it's like Secrets of the Vatican or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's And he was like, my dad's going to talk to an Episcopal- Episcopalian priest because he's basically like, look, it's the same belief set. It's just without all of the hierarchy bullshit That I don't want to deal with. The
0: hierarchy bullshit isn't a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Me and your dad could have a long conversation about this. Yeah. We really could.
1: could, And it would be fascinating, I think. Record that one. Oh, God. That would be amazing. (laughs) But <laughs> it is Clarkson and Robert. Is, oh
0: my god! Oh, oh,
1: oh! Because he'll just go back to his.
0: Isn't he great? I think he's really cool. Although actually, really awesome. The, the, oh yeah, he's fucking Bob Dole's rock cool well, website.
1: The thing is, though, he's he'll be he, he'll say you know he's doing some good stuff, but my dad is formally and entirely done with the organization of I the Catholic Church, I, I and that's yeah, that's the tr- but the yeah. machine. Oh and yeah, the, the meat machine of this, yeah, of this, this fucking Jesuit educated, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it'll be cool. Uh, uh, and uh, what's the what's the other outrage? Will
0: is Oscar so white?
1: I know. Hashtag Oscar so white. I know.
0: It's true. if you follow us on Twitter, uh-huh. you may have seen somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 posts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you figured him out yet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone more ridiculous. We yeah. hope. Yeah. Then the actual hashtag which is thirsty work
1: to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. find
0: things as ridiculous as Oscar's so white. Right. Right. And I even did the first hundred is Oscars so white. And then the other hundred again is Oscars so white. So as to not miss anything.
1: Right. And what was funny was there was a point where we were both doing BS. them as quickly as we could, yeah. so there was shit popping up. he didn't know about shit yeah. popping up I didn't know about, <laughs> and, and it just I, I feel sorry for anyone who had who had an email set up to get something whenever we posted because, because was, man. your phone sounded like a fucking alarm clock just <laughs> 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 uh, I had
0: a real light work day, so yeah. I, was just, I would load up pictures and mm. just gun them out. yeah, yeah, that's what I was that's doing too plausible.
1: I did most of mine during lunch, and I was able to just hammer them out. And I was like, look, I get it that, yeah, what, like it's kind of fucked up that you got something that's a best picture, but not a best director nominee, and maybe, not the best actor. But maybe
0: it isn't. At, maybe it doesn't deserve it. I uh, don't know. I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, as I have always said with it, it's it, it doesn't really define anything no. other than it's an award. I mean... Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, but it's...
0: It's the... Of course... The outrage of it all, mm-hmm. the the Reverend sharpness of it all, of oh them. yeah. Uh, well, I am very concerned, and I'm going to talk to them. I'm,
1: I'm a I'm demanding a, a, a meeting. demands
0: a meeting. Uh, to what? Yeah. To what end? What what is the fucking end game? In? Yeah. There is no end game. At there all. isn't it's one. It's just yeah. so you can fucking talk, and someone can film you talking. Yeah. And you can tell everybody, look what I did. Yeah. yeah. That's what he does.
1: You're talking <laughs> about old taxes here. Yeah. True. But uh, the fact that there is that much attention paid to the outrage of it all, well, it's like all the shit with Michael Moore today. Oh, Don't I heard you... I
0: heard about this, but only briefly. No, what it's was... like he
1: made some comment about American snipers. He's like, my my uncle was killed by a sniper in World War II, and we were taught that they were cowards. Um, and then he was well, th- then he tried to change it to we will be remembered poorly because of an illegal war that we did. So yeah, that's not what the issue is. He was in Afghanistan. So that was provoked. All right. But then, then here is his attempt to walk it back. I never said they were all cowards. My uncle was shot in the back and I was saying people who did that were cowards and every like, you're, ch- I think what, ha- here's what happened. Really? Michael Moore went and saw this movie and then realized that no one had talked about him in a while. Yeah. Hey, And he needed some attention. So he said something. My Doritos
0: clause is getting light.
1: Yeah. So he said something fucking stupid. And people paid attention. On
0: the other side, Mm -hmm. you know, from last week and me going off about the Pope and uh, 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 Oscar so white, I don't want people to think I'm just too biased. Yes. Uh, On the other side of this, Fox News (laughs) going on and fucking on and on and on and on and Oh, and about, well, the Golden Globe snubbed American Sniper. And I'm glad the Academy re- recognized American Sniper. I think it's a good
1: message to the American people.
0: They're not giving a message to the American no, people. No, they're not. That's so fucking, fucking stupid.
1: You fucking simpletons.
0: God damn it. And are you that simple? Or do you think the people watching you are that simple?
1: Yeah. Well, it's probably a little bit of both. Because Steve
0: Ducey tells me the latter.
1: Yeah. it's probably a little bit of both. Here's the way I look at it. No, you didn't Fuck. get snubbed. You just didn't get nominated. Yeah, And... Uh, like the thing I posted on my Facebook page, anybody who felt like they got snubbed by the Oscar, why don't you come do my job for an hour and tell me about how underappreciated your million-dollar job is, motherfucker. (laughs) I understand Selma is a very good movie. I understand it's a very good movie, but you know what? There are a lot of very good movies that didn't get nominated. The nomination process is very in-depth. It's very, very, very difficult to get through, Seven Samurai didn't get nominated for best foreign language film. The yeah. Searchers were not nominated for anything. Alfred Hitchcock never won an Oscar in his life. There's a lot of shit like that that goes through on it, and it's the sort of thing where you realize, you know, maybe the math just didn't work for it. Yeah, and it, I uh, the, the,
0: the uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we are not members of the academy. No,
1: we're not. Uh, uh-uh. uh. And so. who the fuck? Knows and nobody should care that much. It's an industry awards show. Yeah. It is a, they, they just happen to televise it, and we happen to give a shit about it for some right. reason. Well,
0: we're told to give a shit about yeah.
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But as I've said many times before, you essentially are watching you know, the Southern Regional Office of Discount Tires Salesman Award of the Year. Yes. In the Salesman of the Year Award show, it just happens to be yeah. something that we feel like we are owed something on, which, no, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're just when,
0: windowing into an, another industry. Yeah, when,
1: when you're dropping 10 bucks on a ticket to a movie, then you have agreed you're only entitled to that fucking movie, and that's it. Yeah. A- and then it's over. No, we're... we're uh, and just you take get it mad? that.
0: Be a producer.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: I get. Yeah. In fact, I can't wait to be a producer just so I can have myself an Oscar fit.
1: Oh, God, yes. Oh, and we... What we, the or, fuck? Yeah.
0: You know, yeah, nominate this crap, mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, then then, yeah. then
1: you're on, it's then like, you're on. It's like
0: rooting for a football team of a college football team that you didn't go to that school. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it, and, you and, can and like,
1: vehemently doing it, and, and, and it just seems strange. Well, it's one. that's the one where it always feels odd to me when somebody who like didn't go to UT is like, well, yeah, we, we're looking really good this year.
0: We, we, hmm. the fuck are you talking about? We, even the, closer to the point, are you on the team? Yeah. We we, we, can, we can peel this onion all day. Right. You know? Right.
1: Well, and that's what always throws me, like, even with pro sports. Well, we, no, we, there's no we. No, there's really no we in that. Yeah. I can claim we yes. when I'm talking about UT. Yes. Because your yeah. money went directly to it. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there twice, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I can claim that. But, yeah, it's just, or if it's like the U.S. Olympic team. We, because they represent us. Yeah, that's fine. So, we, but calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Ugh, but yeah, everyone, everyone's just—it's folks who are looking for There's a reason of, to get pissed off.
0: A lot of looking out there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all day, every day.
1: Yeah, I'm angry about this. So I have to do critical theory. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm just tired of people fucking whining. So fucking tired know. of people whining about stuff. That's that. Like, I'm sorry. If you are genuinely upset about the Academy Awards not nominating Selma for Best Director or Best Actor, fucking c- then I, I know, really I want know. to change lives with you, because you evidently got a whole lot more time to know. dedicate to shit than I do. You do. You do. I don't have time for that. I have a fucking job that keeps me pretty fucking busy. Yeah,
0: just uh, yeah. Jesus, just kill me. Yeah. Slap slap my face and uh, make me a vegan.
1: Like I can have conversations like this and talk and joke, but for the people who are really no, genuinely no, no, no. The people upset, that are
0: genuinely upset, yeah, no, no, dude, no thanks.
1: How would you react to a real problem? Well, no. it's curious. Yeah, yes. You No, know
0: this is curious. Huh, John Travolta.
1: Yeah. He's one. What I love is how people always, the comeback kid. He's a comeback kid. There's there's one thing that always struck me as funny about that. You don't have to come back if you, if you didn't screw up. <laughs> like, they yeah, never yeah. referred to him as the screw-up king. No. It's like he gets career going, then fucks it up with awful choices. Yeah. This man... Makes some terrible makes some strange choices. choices. And it's like, okay, here's here's the one that I go to that he passed on. And the movie was not that great, but he passed on the uh, Richard Gere role in Chicago. yeah.
0: And it's like, okay. You're John Travolta.
1: Yeah. You get offered a musical. That's what people, first off, they want to see you in that for some reason. Yeah. They want to I mean, see you in like that. People like
0: you in this. Yeah. This is, I don't know why. Yeah. They just do.
1: But he turned it down, and that, what really floored me—that is,
0: motherfucker, we- you can dance. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about. Oh, that.
1: absolutely not. So, well, and what's going to become obvious as we look through this list? This man does not say no. He's kind of slutty. comes a- this, he's, he sort of says yes to earthen. <laughs> so yeah.
0: What What do you got there? Oh, I'm going to be an angel. I'm gonna be a, a Miyazaki
1: Powers. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, um, what's this plane? Is it a broken arrow?
1: Oh, oh God. God! Yeah. So let's walk through the career of John Travolta and. Okay, this is weird because I'm looking at his early stuff and I am not seeing. Oh, there's Welcome Back, Carter. There it is. Yeah, okay. it's further up. It's further up because it started in '75. Yeah,
0: you, you don't want to just gloss over the Devil's Reign. Oh yeah, I, I haven't ran s- over that.
1: I haven't seen Devil's Reign.
0: Devil's Reign. Yeah, with William Shatner and I believe Ernest Borgnine. Oh as wait, the head Satanist.
1: Was oh, that the one that had Tony Levy as the uh, um, as a, the a, consultant. A, a consultant? Yes, head of the Church of Satan, s- Anton s- Levy. S-
0: Tony Levy, Tony Levy, high priest and chief consultant and bottle washer for the Devil's Ring, <laughs> and uh, he's actually in it. He's he's one of the mm. uh,
1: celebrants. I the don't recollect. I've seen this with you. of course. I don't recollect. Who else would yeah, I don't recollect Travolta being in it. He is in um one of the pews. Oh. in the background. So he's got a very I mean, Hollywood, Hollywood theory.
0: Uh, uh, conspiracy theories abound. Of this is when John was in the Church of Satan. You know. Before he joined the Church of Scientology or the the Church of a Fucking Ham Sandwich. Right. Or whatever.
1: It's so weird. It's so weird. Well, which, for real, like, yeah, Devil's Reign. But everyone got to know the guy. Is Vinnie Barbarino in... Welcome back, Cotter, and that was one of those shows I remember. I
0: never said Night Fever.
1: Like oh no, 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 no! Because we're going chronological. Are we? Seventy? Yeah, because no, no. Welcome back, Cotter, was seventy-five to seventy-nine. So it's listed based off when oh, it went off the air. So I'm starting mine's all with yeah. See, with it, here, yeah. Welcome back, Cotter, nineteen seventy-five to seventy-nine. So I that that's why I'm starting with I that see. because then because that is the one that led to everything else. Well, My head's all fucked up. Yeah. No. <laughs> No funciona internet. Nice. So he starts out in, uh, in Welcome Back, Cotter. Now, the moment that I loved John Travolta the most for was after Pulp Fiction hit. And he did, uh, and he hosted Saturday Night Live. They did a Quentin Tarantino's "Welcome Back, Cotter," Mm -hmm. where he did Vinnie Barbarino uh, getting out the knife to cut the ear off of the principal that they had tied to a chair. And he actually did the dance, the Bob 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 Bob, (laughs) Barbarino. Awesome. But Travolta, like "Welcome Back, Cotter," was weird because it's the most like whitewashed inner city school gang ever. The Sweat Hogs, yes, the most whitewashed gang because they were put as a gang. Yeah, well, much oh. like the Jets, yes, yes, yes. Um
0: A less, a more dangerous version of the Jets. Yeah,
1: yeah, just a bunch of dorks hanging out and kind of, kind of being rapscallionry. Yeah, running know? the numbers on
0: each other. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that like the most innocuous version. Now, granted, that's a band. If, if those, if that group. Had shown up at an actual inner city high school as depicted in Welcome Back, Cotter. They would just be like, like (laughs) fucking bent over a table in the locker room, just
0: just, raped with a gun. Like,
1: Pat Oswald in one of his routines last night, he was talking about depression and dealing with that. He's like, I just realized, you know, if, if there's a, if the uh, um, if the world collapses and we end some Mad Max thing, is like, I'm just going to be bent over the hood of that guy's car as like a prize. Like, hey, first person who brings me 10 gallons of gas gets a half an hour with the sad boy. I'm yeah. we'll like, whatever, I don't care. Doesn't matter. I don't mind. <laughs> That's what the Sweat Hogs would be. They Correct. were, because they, they were all so friendly and nice and da da <laughs> and fucking welcome back, Cotter. I remember loving that show when I was a kid. Sure. Yeah, when the when the superstation WTBS mm. w- <laughs> superstation. Superstation. Oh. A like, superstation. We bought a bunch of shows that nobody has watched in ten years. And we're just and gonna now run them you constantly. Are. Yeah. Mm. And I did. Oh yeah, watch that shit all the time. I and mean, it was a funny fucking show. Yes. Very good. You had Horseshack, you had a- But Travolta in that he was definitely the good looking guy of the group because <laughs> Let's be honest. It was not a yes. group of really good-looking dudes. No, no. He had Horseshack <laughs> and a guy that played guitar for uh, Thin, uh, Thin Twisted <laughs> Sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Washington did have that "Hi there" yeah, move that was awesome, but uh, it was it was a less progressive America. So the <laughs> Italian was as ethnic as we were comfortable going yeah, with.
0: That's true. Oh my.
1: Oh yes. Which. Welcome back. He was good in that. He played that. It's one of those things where he played the dumb guy so well that it was difficult to view him as anything else. The Rocky Curse. For a while. Yeah, exactly. The Rocky Curse. The punchy. Oh, he's got to be dumb. No, he's not. No. He really isn't. Not really. And uh, he proved that by making Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) No. And again, Carrie is one of those that, uh, him aside, he was... In it, you know, yeah, it we wasn't we a big part, but that's one of those where it's like, in it was what...
0: shadowed, overshadowed by William
1: Cat. Oh, God. <laughs> who isn't? Yes, constantly overshadowed by William Cat. Again, that's one that I have such a hard time with because Sissy Spacek was so fucking beautiful. It's like, in what world is she the? I, it worked for me because I don't oh. see it in, the, in that way. Really? No. Ah. no. So for
0: me, it was just like, wow, that's perfect. Uh huh. Perfect. Ah. I can see how she'd be outcast. Perfect.
1: Hmm. Okay. That's just me. Okay.
0: But uh, see how see how it go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Different experience yeah. for you. I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. Because I think just says he was beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Yes. Beautiful girl. Um, Boy in the plastic bubble. Have you seen that? I saw it. It is hilarious. A long time ago. It is hilarious because he's in a bubble. Yes, he is. Because he has a weak immune system, so he can't do anything. And then they have like a spacesuit that he can walk around in.
0: Get killed by air.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compelling, but at the same time. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> it's so Not sad. to be a dick.
0: I can't come out and play. I'm
1: sorry.
0: Ah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bubble Bobberino?
1: Uh, buble, bubberino? Oh, bubberino. Nice. I like it. And uh, then. Okay. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. What I love about this is reading the background of the article that inspired it because it was like you know something about saturday i forget what it was like the, something about finding the heart of saturday night or something the very right. tom waitsian title and the guy who wrote the article later was like oh no that was not i i got pressed for a deadline and so i made a bunch of shit up and really wrote more about the gay dance clubs in new york oh well <laughs> yeah yeah, and I knew a guy... Here's what we
0: got out of it. Yes. Dance, dance, dance. I do cocaine. <laughs> Dance, dance, dance. I do cocaine. Dance. <laughs> I do
1: cocaine. Yeah. I can smell you. A little bit of that. Oh, and then, rape. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Certainly. That was... Where's
0: my rape button?
1: <laughs> the end of that I movie.
0: Can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs>
1: The end of that movie is so fucking disturbing. (laughs) Yes. So it's like they all have what started out as sort of consensual, but then turned into this nightmare in the backseat of a moving car and a guy jumps off a bridge. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck. Oh, my God. And all of it. It's funny because you see it. It's like, oh, it's that dance number. It's so great. It's like, no, no, (laughs) That's a fucking depressing movie.
0: It is depressing. I The soundtrack is boss.
1: Oh, yeah. I knew a guy who went to the uh, to the who this gay dude I went to college with. Uh, he's an older guy, and he went to he'd been up in New York and had been to the mm-hmm. bar that still has the light up dance floor from nice. that movie. And he's like, "Yeah, it was about the size of a closet. It is the tiniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> they just shot it in a way that made it look so huge, right? But uh, yeah, that dance number that he did, wow. Man. But that movie was just glorious, glorious and disturbing, and ah, uh, don't you touch my hair, pop. Yeah, take a long time on my hair. Um, follow that with grease. Ah, uh, the grease. Yes, which Jeff, which was the beginning <sighs> of the end for Jeff Conway, because he yeah. originally played Zuko and then got moved to Kanicki. Yeah, and because uh, you got to have Johnny T in that, if you can, you go for it. That is one of those movies that I was has been ruined forever for me by the college chicks that were at every party that I went to that would scream the words to Summer Nights. I just, Oh, <sighs>
0: man, 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 oh, Shevitz. Yeah. You go from your little high school theater department into college. And yeah. You, for, for me, anyway, my first production being uh, West, West Side, Story. Side Story. Right in the middle of Main Stage Musical. <laughs> yep. Right in the middle of it. Oh my God, I realized just how pervasive the grease was. Really is, man. And it is scary. Yeah. Scary. Yep. Me and the three other straight guys in that department looking at each other at all those warm ups. Uh huh. Like,
1: mm-hmm. oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh. <laughs> What's the next line? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, it was sort of like um, when. I I don't think you were, I think it might've been the year before you were at that theater camp, the dance number that we did Mm. for some reason in the middle of it, they threw the time warp in, which how edgy. Yeah. Another one of those things that like, I I understood that I was not destined to be in theater forever. When I realized I not only had never seen Rocky horror at the theater, I had no desire (laughs) to see Rocky horror at the theater and everything I heard about it. I was like, Oh my God, this sounds awful. (laughs) I cannot wait to not ever do this because of how terrible it sounds. Again. I do mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Oh yes. And each other. Yeah. Yeah, Greece though, it's yeah, it's a very weird story if you think about it because it's all about people totally changing who they are to hook up with somebody that they spent a good summer with.
0: Yeah. I I guess that's that's, that's
1: it, right? Pretty much, I, I mean, if... Pretty if, much, if, that's it, no
0: good at all. That's no. bullshit. Yeah. What they need is some, you know, fish-out-of-water story where, in order to blend in and, and attract the girl he likes, uh-huh. he has to form, like, an alter ego. Really? Like a cool rider or I like ego.
1: this idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: All silver with his badass bike.
1: Nice. He takes
0: on the scorpions. I like it. Yeah. that's And that guy
1: that's... with the scorpions, whose face looked like Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: mm like someone put it out with a wet ice pick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just didn't put it out. Yeah, half just, of it out, half of it not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grease 2, far yeah. superior. Somebody who looked Play like he was part of an acid attack. Deal with
1: it. What happened here? Yeah. not Not really a... Not not one that I am... I Again, because when it came out, what, 78, 79? Yeah. It was 1978. So we were little kids yeah. and... That meant that right about the time we were able to watch cable, it was on cable yeah. all the time, so you couldn't avoid it, and no. part of it creeped in, and shit that made absolutely no sense to us. How old were you before Frankie Avalon popping up as the teen angel made sense? Uh,
0: well into my teen years. Yeah. I like, you know who the, fuck the guy was. Oh. <laughs> hey, you,
1: guy.
0: That fellow. Huh. huh. Well, all right. I don't know. Two things. Yeah. I don't like these musicals. And Olivia Newton John is pretty.
1: Yes, she is. It's sort of, you know what you realized who he was about the age that you realized that physical had nothing to do with aerobics. Yeah. That's a song about humping. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of humping. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I just had to say Hey, my (laughs) Woo.
1: From the Grease soundtrack That video is so great You've seen the video Of of it's On top of a fucking skyscraper Like hell yeah Of Uh, all
0: the films That Mr. Johnny T has done mm -hmm. There's one on this list That I've seen
1: Oh so many times That you have lived Sort of (laughs) uh, That (laughs) portions of it You have lived Urban cowboy Drinking a beer in the shower Boy howdy Urban fervor Let me tell you
0: Woo Pick it up
1: Oh, yeah. That was my experience. Oh, pick it up. I was that guy. Uh I wasn't
0: that guy. I'm just kidding. I'd ever wear a half mesh shirt. What am I dancing?
1: (laughs) Scott Glenn beating Deborah Winger was like the most fucking jarring (laughs) shit ever when I was a kid.
0: What the fuck did you expect? Yeah. Look at this motherfucker.
1: Yeah. You're hooking up with this guy who is just out of prison.
0: And has the face of a prick. Yeah. Sorry, Scott Glenn. I know you're listening. Yeah. I love you. Uh huh. But he's, at the time, he's
1: got what we call Eric Roberts' face, we which didn't means know he when looks like. What are you trying to put
0: together? What do you? Yeah. Mean, what's my brother mean by asshole face?
1: Oh. Oh, then you see him. It's like, he, and he just has that look about him. Like that's a dude who's just—he's looking for an excuse to throw a punch on a woman. Yes. He's looking for a reason, ladies. Learn to identify that face. <laughs> yes. When you're young, teach women to identify that fucking face. Mm. Because it's there, and we all know it, and they just... just fucking—that le- That is a rattlesnake. Yeah. Rattle, shaking, real, 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 real hard.
0: Yeah, it's it's not good.
1: And stay the but fuck man, away from it.
0: Fucking movie so many times. I knew that's to where... To I- this day, if I had a fucking lab coat and a flow chart, and uh-huh. more science things, uh-huh. I could figure out... I still wouldn't be able to figure out him not going with that gorgeous, yeah, oil field oil tycoon's daughter from Houston, yeah, over Deborah Winger.
1: Mm-hmm. What the I? I mean sissy? Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, yeah, gorgeous and incredibly wealthy.
0: Oh my god, dude.
1: Yeah. And that's what's so funny is it's one of the few movies where the hero, like halfway through, you know, normally when the guy's trying to get the girl back, it's like, I'm a sad sack trying to get with her and her life is so great. How halfway through the movie, it's like, so he's with this millionaire Mm -hmm. who's gorgeous and she's living in a trailer getting her ass kicked by an Mm ex-con. Wow. This, holy shit.
0: (laughs) But in, in, uh, I don't know, whoever made the film, I have no idea. Right. Um whoever wrote it, uh-huh. realize that that's kind of how it happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking somebody else and you're fucking somebody else and this particular culture. Yeah. And you will just kind of wind it back together. Yeah. No rom-com kind of yeah. epic thing. No, we just back together. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. That's how that all goes. Right. Well, I ain't got nothing well, to Well, you're in do.
0: my geographical area. Yeah. And you're more my... My weight class. Yeah. So I can't quite punch that high to Houston. Mm-hmm. But uh, I Look. can I can stay in this trade with you, sissy, and we're better for it. Yeah. Fine. Forget it.
1: It's that wow. sort of thing where I th- there was a, an article in The Onion where it's like, young man amazed to find that his soulmate grows, grew up in the same small town. Yes. Like Wow. What are the odds? Wow. Look at that. Proxy. That's what I loved about all the friends that I made through through camp. Was it was like, no, we're not friends because we have it like, oh, we're here from a common interest and we've genuinely developed a friendship that we've actually had to work to sustain. You're not my best friend because you live next door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know? Oh yeah, we're gonna be buddies. We're we're, we're destined yeah. to be friends forever. Nope. We're no, we're not. No, no, no. Nope, 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 Mm-mm. nope. nope, nope.
0: But yeah, Urban Cowboy. Urban right. Cowboy. God, I've seen that movie a lot.
1: I love it. One of my screenwriting teachers in college said, uh, boy, if you if, if you had a dollar for every time someone said, let's go to Gillies in that movie, because mm. that was just there. We don't know what to do with the next scene, so well, let's go to Gillies.
0: In fact, I'm going to use that in every screenplay I ever yeah, write. let's go to Gillies. Let's go to Gillies. I'm just going to put that in there just as a place marker yeah. while I try to figure out something else.
1: Well, and what's great about that is how Gillies became like this throughout Texas, at least, mm-hmm. You knew where you knew the Alamo, you knew the Astrodome, <laughs> you, you knew your fucking ass. Gillies.
0: Man, at that particular point in America, uh-huh. that, all of that stuff just like a fucking wildfire. Yeah, people in fucking Vermont were <laughs> going to get cowboy boots. Yeah, and conchoed hats, <laughs> in so many different fashions. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah,
1: it really I mean, was. He didn't
0: even you know, in small rural. Texas. Uh-huh. Oil filled and cattle. That's all I was surrounded by. Yeah. So you, you that's just normal. But it you can got amped up there. Like, why is Mrs. Williamson wearing a cowboy hat? You didn't wear a cowboy hat.
1: Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird.
0: And you go to Corpus or wherever, uh-huh. the nearest quote unquote metropolis. <laughs> and it's it's everywhere. Yeah. That music, that style, everything. Mm-hmm. Freaky.
1: Corpus, which really means body. yes. So body of Christ.
0: To... We'd go to Body of Christ.
1: Body of Christ to, to meet the ladies. Yes. And man, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have
0: a statue of Selena
1: on the bay. Well, as they should. You know what? Oh, here's what's hilarious. I found Do you... there was a coffee house I used to go to in San Antonio. wasn't the one that was downtown mm-hmm. that had the guy with the weird eye. You remember him? We went mm-hmm. there like once or twice. It was like right by the It was down by the Alamo. Right. There was this other one that was on Broadway that I used to go to. It was really cool. Found out that the parking lot that I parked in to go there, was shared with the Selena Boutique.
0: Oh, my.
1: I know. (laughs) It really was magical. It (laughs) genuinely was magical. But yeah, that that one, holy shit, blew the fuck out with everyone, just everywhere. Which, Oddly leads us to the next one, Blowout. Hey. Have you seen Blowout? Yeah. Fucking great. I've got the Criterion Blu-ray. Ooh. It's really good. It's really goddamn good. It is to me the the best remake of Blow Up, the Sergio Antonioni movie, which uh <laughs> was remade as uh the conversation as well mm-hmm. and then blow up blowout. Oh. Blow up I didn't like because it's Antonioni and it just it takes too long. It's so That's it, what he does. It doesn't that's what his name means in Latin. Yeah, Antonioni. Oni Oni. Sorry, one. Phil. I don't care for Antonioni, oh. but Blowout was great because John Lithgow, yes. Travolta was really good in it, and that's the thing is like, there part of the reason that John Travolta was able to launch two musical cultural phenomena because he did disco and the short they were both short lived, yeah, but they went national because mm-hmm. he's charming as fuck. Has great presence and can goddamn dance. So you put him in that shit. Goes exactly, exactly. Blowout. They didn't play any of those things. Blowout. It was just a you know a straight drama, very tense, really well done. I mean, it's one of De Palma's better pieces of work.
0: And by all rights, if you're an agent, uh-huh. as if I know anything they do, which right. I do not. But you're for a plan, yeah, you're a guy. Uh-huh. You are. You're making all the right moves here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they have to do something Completely against type With Urban Cowboy Yeah show sure you can do that That of course was Gigantic Yeah And then go a completely different way With a straight drama
1: Yeah Yeah And it worked and beautifully Fantastic Yeah I love that movie But you know what is even better? Staying alive Ah yes Ready with that I have that shit chambered
0: Yes <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is the end. Hear me, hear me. You made your choice and now my is over. I, I was in. Hear me. Okay, I cannot stress enough how much I genuinely fucking like Frank Stallone. He's awesome. There's no work. There's no comedy in it. No. I fucking like Frank Stallone. He is fantastic. I like Frank Stallone and uh, I like his music. Yes. Yes, that song. I'm sorry. That song. It is is
0: easily the best thing about Fred Claus.
1: No, oh, I need to see Fred Claus then. And this, the weirdest sequel ever, because *Staying Alive comes out in 1983. Saturday Night Fever was what? Saturday Night Fever was 78? 1977. Oh, Six years later. Yep. Frank Stilo- no, Sylvester Stallone yes. says, I'm going to write direct sequel to this. And call it staying alive, but we're not really even going to use staying alive in it. No, Frank's going to do all the music. Yeah, and Frank, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. If they'd call it far from over, maybe, but staying alive, sure, why not? That's fine. I don't re- remember seeing it. All I know is it's got uh, Emma. Oh I God, I've seen it either. I yeah, think
0: everything I've ever seen of staying alive is in the video for this uh, uh, that song. Yeah, yeah, far from over, far from over. Uh huh. I think there's like what. Did did he did he join a dance company?
1: Uh yeah, I think so. And at one point they go into a bar and there's a band playing on stage, yeah. guitarist Richie Sambora. Yeah. Well, now I have to see it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They did a, a how did this get made live about it? So my knowledge of it is is completely contained by what they said about it in in that gotcha it's it's apparently bat shit bonkers insane crazy cuckoo banana pants well then yes yeah it's 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 like called the the the, the, the he's part of a dance troupe doing this thing for a show called satan's alley <laughs> i think what the fuck yeah <laughs> mm. son of a bitch we'll have oh, big fun yeah. on the motherfucking no, by heaven yes, heaven's chimney um yeah (laughs) wow that is it's wackadoo fabulous it's wackadoo now this is where he goes into a bunch of weird shit here's the movie two of a kind i saw more than once it was he and olivia newton john oh yeah i don't remember fucking anything about this movie it was no. one of those that, like, we got a recording of it. So, like, we I checked out of a ta- the tape club. Oh my! Back in Panama, remember the tape? Did tape you guys club. ever call them tape clubs? No, that's what they were called down in Panama. They were no. the tape club. Where, Sounds
0: like you'll get yourself a snuff film. My mistake no. down there. Oh,
1: it was a place where you would go to get a whole lot of insanely bootlegged TV shows. I see. Where it'd be like NBC Wednesday night. February 22nd, 1987, and it would be the entire Wednesday night lineup from that, complete with commercials. That's so much weirder
0: than just the whole run of
1: Small Wonder. Here's where it gets interesting, though. They all had the commercials on them, and you would watch the commercials because that was all that we had to connect us back there. So, like... But but kind of shitty because all those products... We're yeah. just we couldn't get any couldn't of them, any of it. and then there was like weird political ads where I just remember there was one where I forget Lyndon LaRouche the oh, fuck? Th- there was one where some state was voting as to whether or not to go union, and it was all of these commercials <laughs> that were union, yes, like the coca no. <laughs> You don't it, it, have any idea what who Lee Iacocca is. Yeah, the whole time. I was like, what the fuck is this? And <laughs> all of these fucking ads that- That's awesome. You know, Jason Alexander- Peanut butter
0: poppers. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't get those.
1: Jason Alexander tap dancing about uh, um, the McDLT. Oh,
0: keeps the hot side hot and the cold yeah. side cold. Jason
1: Alexander with hair, yeah. dancing and singing about that. What's funny is I was talking with Hope about it, and uh, there's there was uh, pizza Pizza Hut down in the panama that we used to go to and they had these things they called pizza prontos and they were the little tiny pizzas you know the uh, little like personal, personal pan pizzas it. yeah and pizza used to have this thing back then where it's like it's ready in five minutes yeah. or ten minutes or it's free yeah. every time i ordered one half hour 40 minutes and they get it to us and my mom would you know I, my mom would be doing something next door and i'd just be sitting there waiting for it and you know half an hour passes and my mom would be, would like, oh it's gratis and they're like no 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 that doesn't count today because the bread wasn't ready Sure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Spend we're. Spend in-
0: me more of your Panamanian lies, <laughs> Shopkeep?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Barbary! But yeah, two of a kind, I don't <laughs> recollect anything about it. I just know that it happened.
0: I know there are two of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, perfect, don't know about. Basement, don't know about. But the experts. Ah. I do recollect yeah, I the experts. Actually- Kelly Preston was in it. She was beautiful. And the, oh my God, she was amazing in that. And I had the guy who was in Soul Man, the roommate, who who, I don't remember the character's name.
0: uh, Incredibly pointy boots. Yeah. They both had the same mullet haircut.
1: Yes. Uh huh. And it was a really fascinating idea that it was this. I'm going to look it up to see who that guy was because he's got one of those names that's like the same as, I believe he's got somebody. Oh no, it's Aaron. Ari Gross. Ah. Ari Gross was him. He was fantastic in it. But it was about um, a brilliant idea. There was this uh, village in Russia that was used for training their high-end deep cover operatives to pass as American.
0: This is basically where the Americans' TV show came from. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. And so this was like this training facility where it was set up to look like a typical American town. But obviously, because everything in the Europe and the Eastern Europe is so far behind, that it was like a nineteen fifties village. Yes, you know, and everything was ever so quaint. And so they hired these Americans to come in to told them to open a nightclub and told everyone in town, "It's like these are our experts to test your ability to blend in as Americans, so you can never break cover." Right. So yeah, I don't remember where it goes from there, but there, you know, in. Deep, uh, showing them
0: more about rock and roll. Oh American yeah, American culture,
1: and it was John Travolta with incredibly tall hair, yeah, and uh, wearing basically
0: a CIA psyops piece.
1: Yeah, yeah, shoulder pads and bolo ties, mm-hmm. and he had the jacket with the sleeves pushed up. Yeah, yeah, and the pointy boots. He looked yeah. like David Coverdale with a bolo necktie.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of of uh, mm-hmm. former. Lined main front men. Yes, you know uh, David Lee Roth came out to Dave Grohl's birthday party. Yeah, Uh, he's finished his. he had been doing his back for a while, but now his uh, chest is done. Japanese style tattoos.
1: Oh my god! All the
0: way up both sides, and he has shaved his head completely bald. It's bald as mine. Oh my god! He has. Well, I'd say he's lost his mind, but. We all know. That just adds to just how fucking cool David Lee Roth is. Yeah. And motherfuckers in better shape than anybody his age should be. Yeah.
1: God, yeah. Wow.
0: Anyway, you should see the pictures. It's weird.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Jeez. Oh, that reminds me. So uh, there there was a story that broke this uh, a couple weeks ago where before Dime, before Mm Dimebag Daryl passed, he had... uh, ordered a guitar from Eddie Van Halen. Eddie does, like, custom yeah. striped guitars for people, and he was like, you know, what kind do you want? And he was like, I, that black and yellow. That's the one that got me into it. The, Eddie shows up at Dime's funeral with a guitar case, and he's like, you know, he ordered one of these for me, and I want him to be buried, and he took it out. He's like, this is, this is not one I made for him. This is the black and yellow striped guitar that I played on those albums. This is the original, and... It will be buried with him.
0: Wow! He's like, holy shit! That's okay. God damn! Wow!
1: So yeah, that's <laughs> like the one thing Eddie Van Halen did that wasn't an epic. I not it that. It, it was not an epic dick move. Eddie's Eddie's kind of known for really being. Cool. Yeah, it was incredibly <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Mm. Yeah, not known be.
1: Not known to be the nice guy. Nice guy, but yeah. that's, that's
0: that's awesome.
1: But yeah, the experts is it's it's so fascinating because it is such a time capsule that we mm. believed. Oh yeah, Russia is frozen in the fifties. They've had no. Little did we know when Perestroika hit, and we had Glasnost, and we were introduced to Gorky Park. Yes. That no, they
0: yeah they they know what's up. They got their shit together. They've got it way together. Mm-hmm. I'm always a little disappointed that. Soviet communism fell, not because of the system, of course, which is completely awful, yeah. but that we had to listen to that goddamn Scorpion
1: song. Oh, yeah. Follow the follow the and I will say, of I listened to that song while I was walking over where the Berlin Wall used to stand, because I was like, gotta. Out loud? No, no, no. It was ah. on headphones. Shit. But I yeah. did. Boom, back, but here's now. the thing. I was walking down the street just going. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was, it was fucking hilarious. Uh. You know what I'd really like is somebody, and this is something I've always been fascinated by, and I could use this as a platform. I want, if anybody knows, or if we have someone who themselves grew up, who is our age, 39 to 40 years old, mm. grew up in Russia. I want to know what that, fucking childhood into adolescence was like? How did how yeah. did you view us? What was your cultural scene like? You know, how did you... Do you think that
0: stupid-ass Sting song about uh, do the Russians know it's Christmas too? Uh, you, did you think that's as stupid as we do? Because we thought it was pretty stupid.
1: It was plenty dumb. But I'm just wondering, did you guys... What did you view us as? What was it like living in that country? Because we have this weird fucking skewed view of what it was like then that it was just this horrible you know oppressive you were standing in line to get toilet paper yeah. that was you know half ply and One every, color you know, clothing gray yeah, yeah and everyone you know it was just this this awful 15 people sleeping to a room yeah. like what was it like and what did you view us as mm-hmm. because we grew up up until we were you know with 13 or 14 you, we were scared yep. of Russia we thought you were this machine that was waiting to just destroy us. This efficient machine, and all then, named Drago. Yeah, and that, that's what was so funny about Rocky Four was you know Drago in the state of the art lab and Rocky training yeah. in a barn. Whereas now you know it's like no Drago would have been in an old warehouse that was just bare asbestos walls, Pretty much, and you know pipes on the floor. Just it, it, it gross nightmare, but. What what did you view us as? And I mean, that's a fascinating idea to me. It's like what what was it? What was it like? So if you're out there, yeah, if you're out there, be our experts. <laughs> after nice. that, at this point, that was when Travolta. I mean, he was top of a fucking world. After you know, uh, Urban Cowboy blowout, Staying Alive, Two of a Kind, Perfect, kind of dipped him a lot. The experts, he was sort of uh, er. Then. Again, look who's talking. Hits, and boom, explodes him. Yep, blows it up. And I'll be honest, the first one was a fucking adorable concept. It worked very nicely. Although they did do one little change between the first one and the sequel, uh, which we can talk about together because he he was in something called Seriously dot dot dot. Phil Collins, a TV movie. Oh. I don't know anything about that. but So we can discuss Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking to together. Look Who's Talking, it was Bruce Willis as the voice of the baby. Mm-hmm. And Look Who's Talking 2 was Bruce Willis and Roseanne Barr. Right. But here's the thing. Look Who's Talking ended with Kirstie Alley giving birth to a baby girl. And in that, the baby girl was voiced by Joan Rivers. I see. And they changed it to Roseanne. Huh. Yeah. It was cute when it was just the little kids' thoughts, but when it turned into conversations between little kids, yeah, it just fell apart because then it turned too cutesy. It turned to like, oh, we have to have snappy, quick dialogue between these babies.
0: No, oh no, not really. It's a scary idea that all those children are telepathic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: actually, it's fucking terrifying. They mm-hmm. think about.
1: Yeah. It. Oh god, babies planning against us constantly. They see all. I don't like it. Yeah, those two were... Don't like it at all. Okay, not bad. Then he did what Travolta does, where it's like, I have to do fucking everything. And he did... I don't know any of these films. 1991, Chains of Gold, Eyes of an Angel, and Shout. I vaguely recollect Shout as a thing, but I didn't see it. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it was about. Gun to my fucking head. What was that movie about? Tell my family I love them. That's that's what it would. That's all I could say. Fuck, I got nothing I do another for you. Film
0: called All Temper <laughs> I have no idea what any. His of next
1: thing. one was called Bounce. Ah, yes. Nice. Um, so yeah, I don't know anything about that. But then look who's talking now. Where it's like, oh, the dogs can talk.
0: Oh well, super sure. And we sure. don't get much lower than that.
1: No. Then this is where shit turned around for real. Because look who's talking now. Hits and it's like, ah, oh, fuck. I guess the, I guess it's over. What's uh, oh, Quentin Tarantino wants me to be in a movie? Sure.
0: Okay. We'll see what this upstart has up his sleeve.
1: And a goddamn nuclear bomb went off that leveled Hollywood. It really did. It It is so difficult to explain to people who weren't there or weren't aware. Pulp Fiction was not just. I, I, there's a guy that I went to college with my freshman year, Baylor. We went to uh, his dad. It was the funniest fucking weekend. His dad came down to Waco in his his private Mooney plane, a little Cessna type thing, mm-hmm. and flew. He's like, "Hey, we're flying back up to Odessa to pick up my car to drive back here. Do you want to come?" I was like, "Sure." So I fly in a little single engine aircraft from Waco to Odessa. Uh, to pick up his car, and we go and see Pulp Fiction in this theater in, like, the ethnic part of Odessa. Right. We were the only white people in the theater. My friends were terrified. By the end of the movie, I'd made friends with everybody in that theater because I was reacting as boisterously. I was, like, high-fiving people. When Marvin got shot in the face, I was, like, (laughs) laughing and high-fiving the guys next to me. I made lifelong friends there. Nice. Um, but the, for the longest time at Baylor, I was like, you guys don't understand. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's a stupid movie that just glorifies violence. No, nobody's going to like no. it. Nobody's gonna, and I was like, no, no, guys, you don't get And I talked to him a couple years later, and he goes, Pulp Fiction, man. I goes, yeah, he goes, you were so right. Because he was like, I, you moved to Austin, and he was like, it's, it's ubiquitous. You can't fucking escape it. No. When I was moving into the dorm, and everybody had the character posters from pulp fiction Mm -hmm. and some of them had the reservoir dogs but the pulp fiction character posters were fucking everywhere soundtrack was the soundtrack was inescapable suddenly dick dale was able to tour again you know It, it was this huge thing and and it affected everything like there was a um I actually saw a special presentation of things to do in Denver when you're dead. Yeah. Fucking Treat Williams was there. Mm-hmm. Hung out at La La's with Treat Williams. And the director was there. Right. And the director commented about it. He was like, I was, you know, I knew Tarantino. And he was like, called me after came in. He goes, dude, I'll give you a fucking $100 for every review of your movie that doesn't mention Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And everything like it hit a point where any crime movie that came out, yep. anything that even lightly touched anything. on a criminal thing, was somehow compared to Pulp Fiction. Yep. But like Pulp Fiction, it's such a narrow view to just view that as crime. I don't know how I would classify Pulp Fiction as a movie. I mean, it's a fucking masterpiece, no, no doubt.
0: No, yeah, that's and
1: it's one of the great question. Yeah, one of the greatest films ever made. I absolutely love that movie. And it's so hard to really pin down what it is that's great about it. You know, it's the, the way the story's told and the way it, it, uh, uh, it flips around. And
0: it's he, your Well, for me, it was my first introduction to his world, his way of writing, mm-hmm. his dialogue.
1: I'd seen Reservoir Dogs is, ten times at that I point. I had not at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it was just something whispered about in the theater department. Cause uh-huh. It came out when we were in school, and right. college, and you he just heard rumblings about it. Yeah. You know, it's pre internet for real. Uh-huh. So we didn't know. Yeah. We just kind of went there and were fucking blown away.
1: Well, what was hilarious. Was our Star Wars. What was hilarious <laughs> it was just, about it was uh, a, but, a buddy of mine in the dorm, uh, Edward Pritchett Cotton, who, despite what you would think, was not an 80 year old black man. I see. But he's this young redheaded white kid from Georgia. We hit a point during finals where we went and saw Pulp Fiction like every day for a week and a half in the theater because we didn't have anything else to do. And there was a cheap theater showing it. So we went and, you know, 350 saw Pulp Fiction every fucking day. And it's so goddamn good. And there are little things that you pick up in it where it's like, oh, is this a mind experiment about, you know, fucking with the idea of quantum, you know, splitting off because there's one line. There's a line that's repeated from the beginning and the end. Uh, And that's if any one of you fucking pricks move and I'll ever execute every motherfucking last one of you. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of it, it's if any of you fucking pricks move, I'll execute every one of you motherfuckers. Right. So there's changes. Mm -hmm. There's little changes. It's, oh man, that was the first, that was, the Reservoir Dogs was the first soundtrack I ever got that had clips of dialogue from the movie in it. Right. But Pulp Fiction was the one that kind of made that catch on and become a thing. Yes. Yes. Brought it back. Anyway. Yeah, it really did. And it's such a cool idea. Yeah, throw a single line of dialogue. Throw ten seconds of dialogue in. Because what you're then effectively doing is in the minds of the people who have it, and this is where Tarantino's a goddamn genius. Jungle Boogie is not just the song from is not just a song you associate with Pulp Fiction. It's the song from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Miserloo is the fucking song oh, yeah. from Pulp Fiction. They bond those things. I'm sorry, I it, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy when they played Hooked on a Feeling, yep, yep. I can't hear Uka Chaka. Uka, I, I hear. I'm hungry. Let's we get a to- taco. Uka t- Chaka. Uka 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 yeah. Chaka. That's how that fucking goes. And you know, Little Green Bag. I need mm. to hear you know um, this pomp. Yeah, like uh, the, I forget what it was that uh, stuck in the middle with you. This no. dumbass yeah. Pomp Bubblegum classic. That stuff, it, it it's united yeah. to the movie. I mean, shit, I have a fucking Mr. Blonde character sitting looking at us right now. Yeah. He's the one movie character that I've got up before, until we get our Force. fucking uh, uh, Lopan and Jack Burton. But it, seriously, Pulp Fiction and Vince Vega was so well done, but n- by no means the best fucking performance no, in that movie. But you. Forgot
0: about John Travolta. Yeah, everybody forgot about John Travolta. Uh huh. And then smash mm-hmm. just right in the side of your jaw. Yeah, with this weird.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> you dig it the most, man?
0: Throwbackish. Uh huh. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh huh. That was just a perfect combination. It of really timing was. And character, the setting of this world, which is. Yeah, it's our world, but still kind of throwback to the like 70s exploit, uh, exploitation films, but yeah. not really.
1: Right. What? So funny and, and violent. And and mm. Here
0: he is with long hair, talking about heroin. Like, yeah. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah and he dances.
1: Yep. That yep. helps. And he doesn't just dance. He does the bat Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, it's one of those movies that I love it, and watching it now, I still get something out of it. Sure. But it's not the same. Because when it was new, it was so new. Yes. Everything it was... about it was different yeah. and amazing. Yeah. And you just Holy shit, this Perfect is timing. this is really something else. Yeah. And and I mean again, rewatch it. If you fucking doubt the brilliance of that movie, the conversation at the beginning, like, look, I'm saying there's a difference. <laughs> you know, you don't throw a motherfucker off a roof, re- fuck it the way he talks. Right. Oh man.
0: All of it. The dialogue is Oh, has the, always been mm-hmm. Tarantino's strength,
1: and the dialogue in this one was is probably the best he's ever done.
0: Perfect. Maybe. There, there are um, flashes of perfection in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, but this one, man.
1: But you don't have great lines, like you remember that uh, Antoine Rockmore used to call him Tony Rocky or Horror. Hora?
0: Look it, brilliant. It's the little stuff too.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Of course, with me, it's always a little stuff. Oh yeah. All right. Let's get into character.
1: mm Hmm. Ah! Yeah. it's just little little things should have had shotguns <laughs> you mind if I have a taste it? Mm. <clears throat> to wash this down to wash my burger down
0: <clears throat> my girlfriend's a vegetarian which pretty makes make me a vegetarian <laughs> too <laughs> Samuel Jackson yeah she, she kind of knew about Samuel Jackson but
1: what <laughs> hamburgers the cornerstone of any healthy breakfast. So, what kind of burgers are you eating? Uh, cheeseburgers. No, I mean like from what place? At McDonald's, a uh, uh, big Kahuna, big Kahuna. But that's the Hawaiian burger joint, <laughs> and you get Hawaiian, Hawaiian burger joint. It's so fucking tight. Yeah. Oh, dude, and Travolta is unfucking forgettable in it because he has that ease, and when he's fucking <laughs> chewing himself <laughs> out in the mirror. Yes. I'm like, go out there. You gonna say goodnight? Go home. Go home.
0: jerk off and go home. Go to bed.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> for whatever reason, he just has to not back down from Bruce Willis. Yeah. there was no Excuse me. To be antagonistic to Bruce Willis for uh-huh. no reason.
1: Yeah. You heard me, Palooka. Mm-hmm. I'm your friend, Palooka. You heard me, Punchy. Punchy. That's yeah. It. You heard me, Punchy. There's apparently a scene that was cut where... What? The car getting keyed, Bruce Willis's, key. Butch did that. Oh, nice. Man, I would love to have fucking fucking him. I'd give anything just to catch the motherfucker who did it. I'd give anything <laughs> to catch the motherfucker who did it. And then his back and forth with Kaitel. Oh, yes. Look, I understand this situation. I'm thankful. But I don't appreciate you coming in here barking orders at me. So a please would be nice. <laughs> a please would be nice. What the fuck did you just say to me? Look, I don't mean any disrespect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just oh, the, Mr. Wolf, I don't mean any disrespect.
1: There's the calmness of that that's so beautiful.
0: A lot of people would say that Samuel L. Jackson was born to do this dialogue, or John Travolta was born to do this dialogue, uh-huh. or Tim Roth, or whoever, mm-hmm. or even Tarantino himself in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It's not true. The person <laughs> put on this planet to read Tarantino's dialogue is Harvey Keitel. Oh, God,
1: yes. If I'm
0: unfortunate, <laughs> I unfortunately come down with Alzheimer's in my twilight years... Uh-huh. I will forget everything, but I will not forget bits and pieces of Harvey Cottel's dialogue and anything he's ever done with Tarantino. Oh,
1: yeah. So pretty please. Put fucking sugar on top. sugar on top. Clean out the goddamn car. I'm super... (sighs) Oh, you're about to go off. I'm a mushroom cloud lamb motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm (laughs) super fly TNT. In fact, why the fuck am I on brain Uh. detail? (laughs) My old roommate Lee, Uh, Hemlock Grove. Yes. Used to throw around. I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. That was, that, that was his go-to. Oh, that oh and that back and forth was, yeah. Uh, I shot Marvin in the face. What the fuck you did that for? <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah. That was a scene that we got, went back and forth on where, it, it, like, I got into it with people. Like, oh, they made a joke. Oh, I blew his head off. It's, no. It's because it was this wildly unexpected piece of violence. And they were reacting to it like, dude, I spilled a fucking soda in your right. car. That's what made it funny. It was they didn't give a shit that they just killed Marvin. No, they were freaked the fuck out.
0: Like, it's a oh, bad man.
1: situation. Yeah, we got a bad situation. Like, uh, uh, oh man! Actually, Keitel. He's like, your 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 aunt, aunt and uncle. They uh, yeah. were they millionaires. Well, your uncle Marcellus is, and I'm sure that he would be happy to buy you a new bed set. What do you think about oak? <laughs> Oak's nice. I was just, yes. And actually, the best moment was when he took the sip of the, when Keitel took a sip of the coffee, turns and just goes, hmm. Yeah. This is good coffee. I know it's good fucking coffee. My wife buys coffee. She buys shit. I buy this coffee because I like to wait it tastes. <laughs> and just the, co- the, the fucking, sl- how cool he was. And ever since that movie, I have wanted to be at a party at fucking 9 a.m. in a goddamn tuxedo. <laughs> yes, because I'm sorry that if you you're rolling up in a
0: tuxedo. I've at been to parties in... at 9 a.m., but never yeah, in a tuxedo. Never
1: where and everybody is formally dressed. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that. I forget what it was. Oh. Like that's 45 minutes away. I'll be there in 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pope <sighs> Fiction is one of those movies that there are not high enough praises no. to sing of that film. Which makes his and next anything to so parts of it. Puzzling. White man's Burdick I never saw it. But, uh, oh, and then we, I, holy shit, that's like the only one for the next. All I know is. Bunch that, that I didn't see.
0: All I know. I haven't seen White Man's Burden. Uh huh. But. <laughs> oh my God. Get Travolta drunk and ask him how fucking sick of Harry Belafonte's shit he was from the time they rapped <laughs> oh, oh, I can't even oh imagine. Oh my
1: God. Oh.
0: Can you even consider. No, I can't. Oh, I cannot. Oh. oh. But you're not gonna tell him to stuff it. Yeah, it's Harry, Harry fucking Belafonte. Still, yeah. Right.
1: Yes, Harry. Yes, you're it. correct. Ugh.
0: Oh God. More you don't on know
1: this. what I'm talking about? Not Exactly. Bowie. No. You don't
0: even have to even if you agree with it.
1: Uh huh. Like, oh, well, do you remember what it was about? Yes. Okay. For those That's who what I'm saying. Yeah, for those who don't know, it was essentially uh, America if the racial yes, roles were re- switched. Re- reversed.
0: Basically, America If John vulture were
1: Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> it genuinely – it's one of those that you look at and the racial politics on it. You go, okay, it, who thought this would be <laughs> a good idea yeah. – and why? What studio would be like? Oh. Yes, we're giving you money for this. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! Absolutely, uh. here is some money, and <laughs> I think you should begin filming on this post haste. the money roll. Yeah. <laughs> However, I have many good things to say about Get Shorty. Oh yes, that movie. Is fan goddamn task. Another
0: one that was perfect for John.
1: Perfect for John Travolta, but it has something that not enough movies have. And that is someone getting their ass beat with a rotary telephone. That's true. When Dennis Farina beats Gene Hackman's ass with that fucking phone. Oh, holy shit, that was beautiful. Just because when he slams him in the face, it rings. Anytime you're like, <laughs> Bing! <laughs> And uh, actually, Farina's best line was when he had the gun drawn and that, g- and John Grease was in there. Oh, yeah? And he lifts his shirt up and shows he's got the gun tucked in his belt. And Farina's there. he's like, so you one of those uh, quick-draw artists? <laughs> what? Bam! I
0: love the exchange. The one of the six of me from Get Shorty is a conversation between himself and... Um what fuck is his name? Lost my fucking mind here. Uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah, DeVito. Oh, yeah. All right, give me a hard look. What are you, are you, you can't see me. Why are you squinting? Yeah. What? You, you
1: have trouble with your eyes? What? Are you sleepy? You're, You're tired. You why tired? are you sleepy? A- no, I want you to look at me like I'm looking at you. you he's like, so the whole thing was, uh, so somebody owes you, you know, f- somebody borrowed fifteen thousand dollars and they didn't pay it back. I want you to look at me like that. Somebody borrowed fifteen large and did, and he gets all angry. No, no, no. I want you to look at me. Now look at me like I'm looking at you. Like you don't mean anything to me. Like, and that, that was the yeah. beauty of it. And that has been my tough guy idea since then is like, sure. it's the Harold Rourke, it's the Rourke thing. No, I'm not trying to fucking stare a hole through you. I don't think of you. Right. I, I, but I don't can, think of you, but I I don't think of you. It's, it's like, uh, Jessica Lang's line in Rob Roy. I will think of you dead until my husband makes you th- so, and then I will think of you no more. Like, yeah. fuck yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's hardcore. But uh, DeVito, what I loved in that was when uh, they were going out for breakfast with him and Rene Russo's look like, look, you got to understand these Hollywood types. He's going to order for everybody and he's going to order something off menu and then he's going to leave before the food gets there. <laughs> and then when they get to the restaurant, he's like, could you do like a, an omelet like with some shallots, but where, well, you just kind of run the shallots till they're a little bit brown and you know, just bring one for the whole table. and we will just kind of pick at it. <laughs> like, pff, Wow. Yeah. Damn. But just that inside look at Hollywood from a total outsider's point of view, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this fucking maddening business. <laughs> Delroy Lindo. No, man. See, you just write fade in at the top. Throw a bunch of shit you just hire somebody to come in, and make sure all the <laughs> make sure all the punctuation marks are in the right. Ra- Delroy Lindo is fucking oh, magic man. and should be in every goddamn movie that comes out. I awesome. fucking love Delroy Lindo in everything. Oh, he's, so he's that Edward James Olmo's rule also applies to Delroy Lindo. If you want to make anything better, put fucking Delroy Lindo in it. I love getting and, heist, man. Oh god, yeah. Oh shit. Everything he does. And in Get Shorty, especially, yeah. Get Shorty just fucking nails it. Then. Cool. John said, okay, I am a, n- now his true colors come a-shining through. And he went on a run of some shit. And if we... Oh, goddamn. Broken Arrow, Phenomenon Michael, She's a Lovely Face Off. Let's discuss these. Uh Broken Arrow, John Woo's first real American movie. Yeah, he kind of got to do it with Hard Target a little bit, but...
0: It's a serviceable actioner. Yeah. Expensive. Yeah.
1: Expensive, serviceable. Really expensive. And it featured a great line in it where it's like, we've got a broken arrow. That's what we call it when a nuclear weapon goes missing. He's like, I don't know what's disturbing, that it happens or that it happens so often that there's a name for it. Yeah. Although that has been used. I heard a stand-up comedian say that about the term necrophilia. I don't know what's worse, that it happens or that enough people are into it that we have to have a fucking name for and it. And a zine. Yeah. Zines. Remember <laughs> zines? Sure do. We're basically doing a zine essentially essentially yeah, when it boils yeah. down to it uh but broken arrow
0: yeah i saw uh, it in the theater in del rio texas don't remember a fucking
1: thing. god it's damn long in that yeah it was yeah yeah i'm sorry but you just saddened me a lot everything yeah. about i saw that in a the theater in del rio texas A yeah. <whistles> the theater was in a mall uh in del rio yeah yeah God, I saw the next movie he made in the theater. (laughs) I saw the next movie he was in in the theater. Uh, Phenomenon. Really? Yeah. That was back when I was seeing everything in the theater. It was bad. It was like bafflingly bad. Now here's, oh whoa, I just realized Broken Arrow, Phenomenon and Michael all came out in the same year. He was churning out like three movies a year. Hey, I shit you not. He was doing three movies a year the at this sun's point. The Sunshine and makes him hay. Oh hell yeah, he phenomenon. did phenomenon. Yeah, that was fucking weird.
0: Yeah, wasn't
1: Duvall in that? I think he was. I think he was. And it, it was it was a very nonsensical. He's kind of psychic, but not really. And we don't know what's causing it, and, but we do. And it, uh, I, I don't it, know. it it was fucking stupid. That's all dumb. I can say about it. It was goddamn stupid. Not nearly as dumb as Michael. Oh no, nothing was as dumb as Michael. Michael
0: is. The fucking day of the dolphin. It's what? What? Yeah. He's what
1: now? He's an angel. Who? And again, that that one just. I, I that was another. Saw it in the theater like on Christmas Day because that was back when like you know you went to the movies on Christmas Day and it was right. one of the handful that was out. It was shit. Oh, it was so fucking so stupid. Fucking bananas. Yeah.
0: Really strange.
1: And this was at a time where like I was StarDa strange. Yeah. Like I'm not sure what he's trying to prove here. You know what's this the point bad of all argument for this? Yeah. For this whole
0: mythos is yeah. this is not good.
1: Yeah, this is just off and awful and should not happen.
0: That line with the Beatles.
1: I don't remember the line. I don't remember He's
0: referring to Paul and John and like, "Oh, you mean the the Apostles?" No, the Beatles. Really? I mean, I'm all about selling out. I, I get it. But man,
1: Oh, and we can't stress you, that enough. I, We're I, all I, about I can't selling stress out. that enough. We will sell out now. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Not a problem.
1: Uh huh.
0: Fucking, if you, I'll message you my number. Yeah. You know, of of exactly what dollar amount it would take. Uh huh. But really? He
1: wrote that, man, and went, okay. We're on it. Let's make it so.
0: So, like, Give peace a chance, I'll we'll make a good anti war thing later on. And yeah. The day the clown cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Make
1: love, not war. That's I just what thought it is. of
0: that. Bah, 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 bah.
1: Yeah. One mm. of those lines. Yeah. Now, anyway. the next one was one of the grandest missteps I've ever heard of. It's called She's So Lovely. Mm. Do you know what made this so weird? And then, no idea. It was a it. story that was developed by John Cassavetes, turned into a movie directed by Nick Cassavetes.
0: Wow! So this went through the churn.
1: It just missed. It missed hard. It missed bad. And I don't even know what to fucking say.
0: <laughs> Too bad.
1: Yeah. The next one, though, Ooh. I am at odds with this because I loved it when it first came out. Yeah. I fucking loved Face Off when Face it first off. came out because this was the first time that like John Woo's action style kind of landed a little bit. This is when John said, you know what? John Woo, I mean. Mm-hmm.
0: He, he sleepy hollowed this one. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. Not only is it going to be about this, I'm going to call it Face Dash Off. off. No, it's going to be called that. Fuck you. Yeah. And
1: that's there the one it is. That worked. Yeah. Because it's mm. fucking stupid it's as hell. It's one of those movies. But it's fun bananas. Yeah. As I say, if you buy in enough yep. to press play, Yes. You have bought in enough to not have the right to complain about what you see after you press play with this particular gem. Well,
0: I don't know why I that it all. Yeah, that does make that sense. Any sense at all. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. It... And then they have that whole weird thing with the family, like putting the hand on the face, like, oh, this is how we say hi. Yeah. Mm. And then it's like, we're just going to take this kid whose parents died that we're why raising not? them now. Sounds good to me. Yeah. But boy, this was Nick Cage just at his Nick Cage ist. <sighs> oh man,
0: <laughs> Travolta again on um, Inside the Actors Studio. Do you ever find Nicholas Cage to be strange? Well, not strange, but he, he. We got along really well. But one day in the makeup chair, he sat in the next to me and said, "John, do you ever uh, feel this overpowering com- compulsion to go fi- buy a nice fine piece of glass?" John said. No, Nick.
1: <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> but that's a story I had to tell. By that- a
1: fine piece of glass. A fine piece of glass. And I will say, he did I, a very I, good Nick oh, Cage impression. On. Just fucking spot I, on. I, yeah. I could ever do. I, holy shit. Because yeah, think about it. Could you imagine, like, I want you to be in a movie and pretend to be Nick Cage. Like, So okay. you want me to just enjoy being in a movie more than any human being has ever enjoyed anything ever? Done. That had to be fun. Oh, yeah, that'd be a blast. Now, Mad City was one that I was aware of, but I never saw. Oh, no, no. I can't say anything. Primary Colors.
0: I have seen this more than once.
1: It's a good movie.
0: It's very good.
1: And it's a very accurate portrayal of politics and how that shit works.
0: Especially, oh my, hear me, hear me, hear me. Hear me, hear me. The conversation between... Jack Staton, Stanton, uh-huh. John Travolta's character, and
1: um, uh, Shaloub or no, uh, no, Hagman? No, no. Hagman. Yeah. yeah. We're, Perfect. Where Governor Bill Stanton, I mean Jack Clinton, I mean D- D- yeah. D- mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jack Stan- Stan- Stanton. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah.
0: The conversation when he goes over to tell him, I've got this on you. Yeah. And they sit there and hash out all the dirt uh-huh. in a calm business-like, mm-hmm. damn near mint julepy conversation. I think it is a
1: mint julepy conversation. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. <clears throat> it's just exactly
0: how that kind of thing
1: mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, this is what's going to happen if you do this. I'm uh. going to do this. So you know. just so yeah. wanted you to know that.
1: I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. Kathy Bates was the fucking bomb in that. When she brought that information and uh, Emma Thompson as mm-hmm. uh a... Hil- uh, Hil- what Henry uh, Stanton uh, the, the Stanton's wife was like okay we're going to release it and she was like you're going to ruin this man you didn't even hesitate and when she did that she's like this is the paternity test that he took for that teenage girl's kid it wasn't you it was your uncle now might not be your kid but the fact that you didn't take it yourself yeah so yeah you release that i release this yeah. Fucking brilliant. Because it shows that like no, the people who get to that level of fame, of power in politics aren't they're not nice people. You're not
0: not touched.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To get to this level, mm-hmm.
0: especially I can only speak for this country. Yeah. Of course. <clears throat> um without compromising somewhere. Yeah. More than likely, many times, mm-hmm. and to get to that particular chair.
1: Yep. Oh my. Oh God, yes. Oh my. Yeah, the, the, you have none of your soul left to reach that, that point. It's just, and that's all of fucking them. Fucking fascinating. It is. It is. I mean, it it is. Yeah. Stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway, oh, apparently, colors. I need to get
0: on. That house of Cards. House of Cards. Yes, like yesterday. you fucking do. <laughs> People that don't even know me. Are, yeah. What the fuck's wrong with it's you? It's
1: so good. You'll love it. You'll fucking love yeah. it, man. Uh, now it was weird. I saw Thin Red Line when it was new in the theater, but um, I don't remember him being in it. I don't. I, I don't remember. That was one of those that even the cut that made theaters was so. I never big. saw it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay, now we can skip a bunch of these, because it's like, you know, a civil action, the General's Daughter. The General's
0: Daughter was something I watched on a Sunday on cable. Uh-huh. It's not bad. Yeah? It's just not bad. Okay. When you're expecting a garbage. Gar crash. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay. For what it is.
1: Then, Battlefield Earth. Ooh,
0: then that happened. I don't. What the? What?
1: Yeah. That was one of those that... He'd meant to make it for so long. And then it it just, this overlong, unwatchable, like evidently that's one of those things where it's like there was a massive budget for it, but like all of the money in the budget got stolen. There, Like the fraud on it was insane. That movie, I I, I remember that was one that I saw in the theater and I was so stunned that I was like, I might have liked that. (laughs) That's... Because I don't know. Because there, there's times where a movie is so bad that you walk out of it genuinely with a. What? What, was, what happened there? It can't be what I thought it
0: just was. Yes. Yeah, so a there's. Real head scratcher. Mm hmm. The mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. From beginning to end. Yeah. Soup is,
1: to nuts. That thing is a fucking train wreck. Oof. Yeah. Died. No. No. Mm-hmm. Nope, no idea. Nope, no concept. Nope. Yeah, garbage. Uh, and then lucky numbers. No swordfish. I the theater I saw that in for like the beginning of it. The there was something wrong with the audio, so mm. like the opening I couldn't hear any of the dialogue, even though there was a bunch. Of, I couldn't. I didn't know what was happening, which was bad because it's a fucking that, that's some jabbery bullshit. <laughs> um, all I remember is this was a movie that was sold off of Halle Berry's boobs. Yes. And, and when that's, that's your, pretty much what happened, yeah. When that's your selling point, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. Uh, let's see. Basic, I somewhat remember it was a Rashomon style story, but I good. just psh, no. Yes. Let's talk about Jim Bowie.
0: Il Punishio, <sighs> or Pinto, as it's sometimes called, for Punisher, in name
1: only. I remember. Your reaction to this. You telling me of your reaction to seeing this movie. You went to the theater. Very different. They gave out like
0: Comics. You
1: know, here's a copy of the first. You know, here's a, a little run of the first Punisher comic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. What, what happened to yours?
0: Um, made it through most of the film. And then when they blew up a bunch of cars in the shape of a Punisher skull, my friend Mark Clapp and I got up, marched to the front of the theater, and we both threw our comic books at the screen and left. <laughs> Clearly, I still gave a damn back then. Yeah. If I were to watch this now, mm-hmm. I would just leave. Yeah. And whatever. So you
1: Can't deal with this. No big deal. Yeah, fuck this. At
0: the time, in waiting and hoping to get a Punisher movie that was worth a damn for so long, uh-huh. because of all the fucking Marvel characters, yeah, this is the one we can do. Yeah. Pretty fucking easy. Yep. He shoots everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my pitch, by the way.
1: Yeah. It's almost impossible to do a good Punisher movie, though, if you think about it, because it's a character with no arc.
0: Yeah, there's an arc. He shoots everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: It's a Punisher here.
1: Yeah. Again, uh-huh. if
0: you're the people putting money on this, yeah. you know what, you knew what this was. Yeah,
1: you knew exactly what you were doing. If
0: you're looking for a fucking arc.
1: Yeah. Well it's just I mean Yeah, because that's the thing is no matter what they're gonna try and put some sort of character arc and he's gonna grow and no, all this no, no, by the end. Like, no he needs to shoot everybody. Exactly. That's why they that's what was so maddening about Punisher Warzone is Ugh. that was some uncanny valley shit. It was so close. It yeah. was so fucking close.
0: You had this perfect looking anyway. Yeah. Frank Castle. And he was. Just walking around, like, look at you. You're fucking
1: perfect. And he was portrayed, I would say, about 95% perfect. Yeah, except he wanted to get out. Yeah. Huh? That 5% was a motherfucker, though. Ooh. That 5% was off. And if it hadn't been for that child uh, marrying fucking freak. Looney His Jim name is James, not, not LBJ, L-B-J. James. Not Looney Bench Jim. James, I love VJ Ooh. pointed out that on one of the comics pages that Jigsaw was listed as a, uh, he's one of the few recurring villains in the Punisher's yes. world. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. I can only put it to direction because Simon West is an acty
1: motherfucker. Yes, he is. Simon West is Every fantastic.
0: single thing that he has done except this has been great it's been great he's been spot on uh-huh. whatever he was called to be
1: he has my that he has received my favorite line probably in uh in all of the wire there you go again <laughs> giving a shit when it ain't your turn to give a shit
0: uh, <laughs> wow and i can only think that someone was <clears throat> like more
1: yeah more more uh-huh
0: more like angry shatner more More of this. Yeah,
1: it was just all over the place. This movie was a fucking fucking nightmare. Judd
0: Nelson. (sighs) Manja.
1: Yeah, that genuinely was. it was weird.
0: All of it. Mm -hmm. The whole goddamn thing. Micro, perfect. Yeah. Frank.
1: So fucking close, close. man. Ray Winstone was fucking born to play that uh, part. Oh, Jesus.
0: God, that thing. I mean, yeah, he wasn't naked in the sewer, but no one ever thought after two other Punisher movies that you'd look back with fondness yeah. of Dolph Lundgren naked in the sewer for whatever fucking
1: reason. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. At least there were ninjas. Yep. At least you killed everybody. Why? Because.
1: Yep. Because. Had to. Kill
0: my family. You made me mad. Fuck you all.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how shit goes, brother. <sighs> yeah.
0: But yes, yeah. Man, old fucking John This George movie Volta was a fucking mess. Uh, Evening, Quentin. Yeah. What are you doing here? Jim Bowie? Yeah. Jim Bowie. That's a conversation in the in the script. But yes. And film. Jim Bowie. What? What? What the fuck did you just say to what me? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> We're going hunting. We are? What?
1: <laughs> what? <sighs> 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 Fucking.
0: Not Trafalta's fault. He's no. there, but.
1: Yeah. Man. <sighs> <sighs> yup. And then we hit. Uh, again, like Ladder 49. And bear in mind, th- w- these are all like two and three movies a year yeah. that we're going through yes. here. Uh, L- Love Ladder 49. Song for Bobby Long? Oh, that's the one. What's so- her face? Who was in that? I have no idea what was uh, in. that shit Scarlett was about. Johansson, I believe. Oh. Uh-huh. Ladder 49 was a serviceable, like, you know, I never saw it. Uh, it was good. It was a firefighter movie. It was, you know, her- be cool, was worth watching.
0: Or Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: That's it. <laughs> that is it. And maybe Andre from uh, um, Andre Benjamin from uh, oh, Outcast. Yeah. When he fires a gun, he's like, I don't even know why y'all give me a gun. You know what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne fucking killed in that movie. Other than that, mm-mm, not worth seeing. Uh, let's see. Have not seen Magnificent Desolation. Have not seen Lonely no, Hearts. No, 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 Wild no, Hogs no, no. only has one line that was great in it when William H Macy tried to go over and chat up a waitress. And he comes back to the table with John Travolta and uh, um, Martin Lawrence. And he was like, I don't know. For some reason, all I could think of was black jokes. And Martin <laughs> Lawrence looks at him and goes, do tell. <laughs> uh, eh. uh, then Hairspray, which, sorry, just not a big fan of, Car- of, uh, of uh, what's his name? Um, John Waters. John Waters, yeah.
0: Bigger fan of John Waters than John Waters films.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. And there's Taken to the Pelham 123, which was decent but the original was so fucking good you just leave that alone now old dogs was garbage here's the thing they were gonna do a sequel to wild hogs old dogs tanked so bad that they scrapped it just because they're like people think they're connected so yeah wow nice yep so that happened not so good from what I hear then from Paris with love I like it I do too and
0: he's Badass, in it is. Yes, he is. And by the way, John, everyone knows you're bald. Yeah. Here's the thing, dude. You got the head for it. Yeah, he does. Just, Just go. Fucking with it. go
1: with it, dude. Because it works on him, and he looked like a badass.
0: God damn, he is good in that. He really is. It's fun and violent and
1: funny and uh, royale with cheese. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a good fucking time. It is. It is. And that's the thing is, it's one of those few don't think about it fun no, no, movies no, no, no. that don't. genuinely delivers. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't.
1: Because there, there are only a handful of those that actually pay off.
0: And then Pinche Savages.
1: Never saw it.
0: Oh, 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 my, 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 my. There's a good movie in there somewhere, Oliver Stone. I know there is.
1: That's one of those ones that they had like previews on all the goddamn time on TV, but you had no idea what it was actually about. Was that the one with Salma Hayek in yeah, it? Yeah,
0: Benicio Del Toro, who was awesome. Salma yeah. Hayek who's awesome. Mm-hmm. Even the two guys. That, okay, yeah, that was somebody couldn't make a decision with the script on that. Right, one. the end, especially third act, is just a.
1: Uh huh.
0: What? Well, and, and a like train wreck.
1: Stone has just not been in his element for a very long time. I mean, I don't know so, what to tell you, but yeah, uh yeah. yeah. And then, fucking Killing Season, don't know it, Christie, don't know it, the Forger, don't know it. Mm-mm. Here we go again for John Travolta. Criminal activities in in a valley of violence. Life on the line. Three a three dog life. American crime story and Gummy Bear the movie. Finally, here's the thing: most of those have a 2015 release date. Yeah, there's four of those have a 2015 release date. Some bitch (laughs) like that. This man doesn't fucking. This man is a fucking dynamo. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Having private jets that pull up to the front door of your fucking house ain't cheap. No. You want to keep flying. Yeah.
0: That's how you do it. And
1: I am a... Dude, I'll be honest with you. An American Crime
0: Story, if it's done correctly,
1: Mm -hmm. will
0: make him even more money and more recognizable than he already is, which is hard to believe. Well, here's the
1: way I look at it, man. Like, I would do... The amount of shit that I would do to have private jet pulling up to the front of the house money... Oh, my God. It's, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely unquestionable. I would do a bunch of shit for that. Um, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. all there is to that shit. Damn. I'm
0: actually looking forward to American Crime Stories, so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's – here's the thing. I don't. We didn't talk about a bunch of the pointless stuff with him, like Scientology. Uh, who cares? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit at all. I don't. I mean – all that I care is that he seems like a decent guy. He seems like a nice guy yep. who works his ass off and makes a bunch of money working his ass off.
0: He may be doing some freaky shit in his personal life. Yeah.
1: None of my fucking business. None of my business. None of my concern. I don't care. I don't
0: care I separate all that. All.
1: Yeah. It's all right. He, he He's got great movies in him. Yep. So, it's all that matters. Um, fuck. Baffling well,
0: choices, but apparently yeah. he has made an, enough good choices that people are still offering him. Yeah, roles. that's
1: what's weird is he gets so. a ton of shit still coming towards him. So, just when you kind of count him out, remember this is a guy who is gonna he he is he plays the averages. Eventually something's gonna catch.
0: The unsinkable John Travolta. Ex-
1: oh, that <laughs> there's our title, The Unsinkable John Travolta. <laughs> he, can't. he eventually is going to catch something that yeah. catches. That's it. He's going to find a project that we love and we like the guy. Yeah. I like him for that yeah That's so he,
0: with. he just keeps putting stuff out exactly
1: so. exactly good
0: for you buddy thanks
1: man so yeah um rate and review us on itunes please. check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com where we have a fucking plethora of sponsors who will pay us for you you just buy shit through them they'll pay us go to the website and check out what they are uh amazon's one of them you have to look at the side for that link but please do it um additionally we are on the Twitter at the Film Thugs. We are on Facebook. You can email us at TheFilmThugs at gmail.com or ThugQuestions at gmail.com. That way you can ask us questions that we won't even see until we're answering them on the show. Yeah, man. Um, 512-666-RANT and you'll be part of a brilliantly funny comedy bit on the show. Mm. Uh, or the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype will get you through to us as well. Uh, that pretty much covers all of it, doesn't it? I believe. She's not a Christian! <laughs>